Hey guys, glad you're here today. Well, it's afternoon for us. I almost said afternoon. I I forget sometimes that you you may listen to this a, a week after I, I record it, and so I hope that you'll just ignore it when I get it wrong. But anyway, I just so to give you a reference. This is June uh, 28th for me, and it is in the Sunday afternoon after 5 o'clock. And so, uh, like many of you, I was at church earlier today, and uh, boy, had a good day, great time, great crowd, great folks. Um, Appreciate so much of those who are so faithful as time of virus coming. And I want to say this too. I appreciate those who, who listen on, on watch on Facebook. I know it's not ideal. I know it's not the best. Uh, but we've got a number of folks who do that each week. And thank you for that. And thank you for sharing that. I hope that you'll keep doing this. And I also want to say thank you uh, to those who have been listening to these podcasts. And <laughs> hey, when we hit, we hit 2,000, we'll celebrate. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for that. And it is good to see the numbers go up there a little bit. We won't talk about what they are, but obviously they're not anywhere around 2,000. So anyway, uh, I'll be glad you're here. Today we want to talk out of Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11, beginning in verse 1. Romans 11, verse 1. And we want to do this um, to talk about God's plan, God's determined plan, God's focal plan, God's established plan. On, on saving folks and saving people. How it works. How do you know uh, that you can be saved? How do you know God would want to save you? Things like that. We talked a little bit uh, one day, probably about a week ago from this day, uh, about some things we know about God, about He cares about souls and how He loves us and, and things like that. But that doesn't tell us about God's plan. So today I want to uh, I just spend some time talking about God's plan to save. It is a great plan. It's His plan. It's not our plan. Uh, one of the things that's happened too often in the world is we have debated, discussed, argued about, you know, how God works. God works His ways. His ways are not our ways. And I can tell you now, He is going, and He did do this, I guess I should say, differently than that. God established a plan by which man may be saved. If He was going to sacrifice His Son, and he, as He did, and His Son was going to die on the cross, as He did, if Jesus had to die, then as many people as possible would be saved without just letting them in, uh, without uh, coming to faith. And so uh, God had a plan. Now, in Romans chapter 11, verse 1, where we pick up, Paul is discussing the fact that God is uh, God has not given up on Israel. God hasn't cast them off or cast them away. And the reason he does that, he did that, one of the reasons he did that, I should say, I don't know if anybody does anything for just one reason, uh, but one of the reasons he did that was he wanted people to know that God was going to do a work in Israel again as he done as he had done all those years before. He was reminding them that God does not cast people off. Now, in this day, this time, uh, Israel, uh, those who of that persuasion who come to Christ, they come just like you and I come. But there is coming a day when they were still done faith in Jesus uh, that they will be a focal point of what has happened. In other words, they come now to the Savior, and there will be a time where they will recognize the Messiah. And while it is two sides of the same coin, so to speak, it is different, and it will be somewhat different and seen different. But having said that, uh, I want to focus on God's plan, how he works. Now, now you're going to share the plan of salvation, Brother Dan? No, 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 no. The plan of salvation is how how we go from lostness to salvation. How we confess our sins, accept Jesus as a Savior, uh, turn from our sins and turn toward Him. I could, and maybe one day will, perhaps offer a, a session where we talk about sharing our faith, hopefully, 
uh, we'll get a chance to do that. And, uh, you know, funny thing is you think about things and more just thoughts flashing ahead. And maybe I can get two or three guys to come in and we can kind of have a, a roundtable discussion on sharing our faith, what's essential. And so hopefully uh, we'll get to do that. But th- today, this afternoon, what I want to talk about more than anything else is how to understand God's plan that has been formulated by God, uh, a word that many people use and found in the Bible, foreordained uh, uh, by God, or, or God had foreknowledge of, things like that. And so I want you to don't panic about the words. I'm going to tell you how I see the plan. I say then, has God cast away his people? Certainly not. But I'm also an Israelite, Romans chapter 11, verse 1, also an Israelite of the seed of Abraham or the tribe of Benjamin. And so you see that casting away brought into effect and in Paul's concern there, you understand uh, what he's doing. And, and then Paul continues to write, God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. Or did you not know what the scripture says of Elijah? How he pleads with God against Israel saying, Lord, they've killed your prophets and tore down your altars and I alone and left and they seek my life. What does the divine response say to him? I reserve for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee uh, to Baal. What I'll tell you is, is that Elijah didn't know everything God was doing. I don't know, obviously, everything God is doing. You don't know everything God is doing. Others do not know. But I do know this. God has a plan, and in that plan established long, long time ago, that plan uh, brought to a centralized point uh, how we can be saved and how everyone can be saved because God's not willing that anyone should perish. So don't don't begin to think, oh my gosh, does it include me? Yes, it does, but it isn't automatic. You have to accept. So when we talk about God's plan and him having the foreknowledge of the plan or a, you know, pre, a predestined plan, let's talk about what that means. It means God formally established long, long ago a plan for people to be saved from their sin. In fact, the Bible is very clear God adopted, adapted this plan long before he created man. He knew that God that, that, that God would create him in his image, but because they would be in his image, man would have free will. And because of that free will, they would make mistakes and they would sin and they would fall into sin. And there'd have to be a way if they were going to be saved to come back. There's never been anybody other than Jesus that didn't sin. And anybody who goes to heaven goes to heaven because of God's plan. And he has formally established that plan a long time ago. And God's plan is to save from sin. Now, there are people who want to qualify who could be saved, who want to who want to cut down the field and area the margins or the numbers. Look, I'm not going to convince anybody today if they're sold into some kind of system, bought into some kind of system where only a few can be saved. I'm not going to change that here today. I know that. But what I'm going to tell you is that God has a plan for you and for I to be saved. And that's all I care about. You and I know that today and the people you share it with and the people I shared with. God has openly offered an invitation for people to come into the kingdom. In fact, he stated it over and over in the New Testament. I think Jesus knows more about God's plan than you and I. And he told us, he told everyone who would listen, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And so number one, God formally established a plan for people to be saved from their sin. Take out those long theological discussions and, you know, trying to agonize over this, agonize over that. Just come back to the fact God had planned. And that plan included lost people, and we were lost people. And then he openly offered an invitation for people like you and I, like people who aren't at all like you and I, to come into the kingdom. And and so we understand that God, long before we ever thought about it, 
had established his plan, had worked his plan, and was working his plan. And God openly offered invitation for people to come into his kingdom before we even knew what the word kingdom meant. God raised up a people to himself. And God is raising up a people to himself. He did it then, he's doing it now, and he will continue to do it in the days to come. There will come a time when the trumpet will blow. The Bible's very clear on that. Uh, and you've probably heard that phrase, Gabriel's going to blow the trumpet and God's still going to be called home and all these things are going to happen. Well, there's going to come a moment in time when things are going to happen and salvation will no longer be offered. The day of judgment will begin. The day of grace is past. All those things. So I'll tell you right now, till that moment, till that time, God is raising up a people to himself. It is my prayer, it's my hope that if you're lost today, I don't know how you stumbled on this podcast if you're lost uh, it's not out there, <laughs> as I said, with thousands of people listening. But I would say this. If you have found yourself here listening, then it's because God has a plan for you. And he wants to use this, I believe, this program today, this this podcast today, to reach into your heart and do a work. He wants to do a work. It's a way he raises up people into himself. And so I, I, my prayer is, is God will use this plan, this this program today, this podcast, if you will, to touch your heart, save your soul if you're lost. I'd love it if you'd let us know if if you can either use what's said here today or whether it touch somebody else or it touches you. Uh, we'll talk some more about how to contact us at the end of the program. But well, let's get back uh, to understand the first three things. One, God formally established a plan for people to be saved from their sin. No doubt God established it. Man better quit fooling with it and just go with God's plan. God openly offered an invitation for people to come into the kingdom. He does that now. He did that then. And he will continue to do that in the days to come till it is time for something else. God raised up, is raising up, and will continue to raise up a people unto himself. People sometimes we have no idea of. Even even people that we may that we may have given up on. God told Elijah, hey, you don't know everything. There's 7,000 people here that haven't bowed to Baal. You get to thinking about that number in those days, you go, wow, really? Well, God's raised the people up today. I believe that. And I believe in all the craziness going on in our world today. Listen. I'm not here to have a political debate with you today. I'm not here to get into an argument with you today. But I am telling you what is going on with the pandemic, what is going on with all the rioting and looting, looting and all the things following it, all the all the names of places and statues and everything that is falling and crumbling and being changed. In the midst of that, God still has a plan. He's still raising up people to himself. And so you look at those those first three things and they're vitally important. But the fourth thing, it, it even takes it a step further. God has encouraged people to share the message to the masses that would God uh, that would by his grace come later. You say, wait, wait, wait a minute. Well, what that means is that before Jesus was born physically, and Jesus has always been, but before then, Israel was raised up. Go back and read Genesis 12, very clear. They were not raised up to keep it themselves. They were raised up to to share it with the world. They didn't do that. They failed. They messed up. But God had a plan, and he put that plan into work. And he encouraged people then, encourages people today to share the message to the masses, to the lost folks, the people who've never heard, people who've heard and not responded, that they could come by his grace. As long as the word is preached, as long as the word is shared, People will come. Some years ago, I heard the testimony of a man who told the story of coming to Christ after hearing a 
a radio sermon. And, and he uses a fascinating story. I'm not going to tell it all now. It's not my story to tell. But it was a reminder to me that God can work in so many ways. Now, this man happened to be listening to a gospel program, a, a program that he didn't even name or, or make clear who the preacher was or anything like that. But it reminded me that God has encouraged us to share his message to lost people anyway in every way we can. And there's so many ways we can get that shared. And, and that he's promised us in, the word, in his word that, it, that his word will accomplish what he sends it out to do. It will not return void unto him. So therefore, the masses can be and the masses will be saved who, who listen and respond to the invitation of Christ. Uh, the next part of this plan, he keeps building up his kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. We mentioned it earlier. God is interested, very interested. God is focused, very focused on building up his kingdom. His kingdom of believers. His kingdom of those who have come to Christ. Those who are being transformed into the image of Christ. Not conformed to the world, as Paul said in Romans chapter 12, but transformed by the spirit and the power of Christ. He keeps building up his kingdom. God names the way he works. He said, what do you mean by that? Well, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He worked through the cross. Abraham said it this way. Uh, 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 Jesus said it this way. We talked about Abraham and what Abraham would have thought of his work or what Abraham did think. He said this, Abraham saw my day, the day of the cross, and longed for it. He wanted it to come. Uh, Moses talked about when God would raise up a prophet, not like him, but better, greater, more tremendous than he ever was. God is named the way he works, and he works by the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He works by faith, our faith in him, and our faith in doing what we need to do, coming by faith to him. In God's plan, he's opened up the treasures of heaven based on what he decreed, not what we've done. We get the riches of God when we come to faith. I don't have time today. I I, I wish we did. I don't have time today to, to explain to you the difference between having a warm, fuzzy feeling and really having faith transform your life. But I'll tell you, one you get over, one you don't. One you put behind you, one you just keep all over you. I hope, I pray, my prayer is that today you have had that experience where Christ has saved your life and he has therefore opened up the treasures of heaven based on what he had decreed, not what you had done. In my Father's house are many mansions, Jesus said. If it were not told you, I would have told you, I'll go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, there I'll come again and receive you to myself. Now, people have gotten all into this, oh, the word mansions means this and that. I don't have time for that today. I'm just telling you, Jesus said there very plainly, God has a beautiful place, a wonderful place for people who come to faith. And he has opened up the treasures of heaven based on what he's decreed, not what we had done. God worked it out so that Jesus' death could pay the price for our sin. I don't understand everything there is to know about this, and I've been studying it a while. I don't understand everything that can be said about this. And as I said, I've been studying it a long time, but I know this. God has worked it out that that one sacrificial death was enough to pay the price. His his death in our place, in substitution for us, we can be saved. We, we, whoever we are, can be saved. I hope that you are. I hope you've come to Christ. And if you haven't, I hope that you will. God's worked it out 
so that Jesus' death could pay the price for our sin. I'm so thankful he did when I had to pay for ourselves. God loved so much that he made a way for those for whom there was no way but his way. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know how you were saved, but by the time I got saved, I understood the day I got saved, I made a pretty good mess of my life, pretty good mess of things, and I didn't see any way I could get to God on my own. I understood that. Maybe if you're five, six, seven, eight years old, that's harder to understand. Maybe that's why so many who get saved so young sometimes have difficulty understanding it later. But I know this, regardless of our age, if we come to a full understanding that God has done a work, that he loves us so much that that he has made a way for us to be saved, and it's his way, not our way. It will make a difference. And it's my prayer that you'll understand that God loves us so much that he has made a way for those who will love him and those who accept him to go to heaven. But just a few more, and I know we need to go. Time's getting on. God has engaged the lost world with a plan to save or that could save all men. Now, here's where people just miss the boat. God's plan is to save. God's plan is to work in the life of men and women, boys and girls, in, 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 the, in the souls of nations and countries and cities and governments. And the list could go on and on. And perhaps the list needs to go on and on with all the nonsense today. But the truth is, the truth is, that God has engaged the lost world with a plan to save or that can save all men, all women, all boys and girls. But there's some qualifications. You have to come to Christ. You have to repent of your sin. You have to do some things. But the plan is there. The way is there. God decided long ago, long before you and I ever got the discussion about salvation and how to be saved, God decided whosoever would, well, they could come. They could really come to him. Not based on gender or nation or family history or past sin or present predicament. They could come to him. God gave more than anyone else could ever understand. That's his plan, to give beyond understanding. He has given Christ our Savior. And that is more than any of us can really understand. God elevated the once lost sinner to the status of a redeemed child of God through faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, we're just about done, but let me run through it again for you. God firmly established a plan for people to be saved from their sin. God has openly offered an invitation for people to come into the kingdom. God has raised and continues to raise up a people to himself. God encouraged people to share the message to the masses so that by his grace they could come to Christ. God continues to build up his kingdom. God named the way he works. It's through Christ and the cross of Christ. God opened up the treasures of heaven based on what he decreed, not what we've done. He worked it out. God has worked it out so that Jesus' death could pay the price for our sin. God loved so much that he made a way for those for whom there was no way but his way. God engaged the lost world with a plan to save or that could save all men. God decided whosoever would could come, really come to him. God gave more than anyone could ever understand. And finally, God elevated the once lost sinner, elevated the once lost sinner to the status of a redeemed child of God. Well, I hope this made sense to you. I hope it helped you. I hope it, it, it gave you some edification or some nourishment spiritually. Listen, if I missed the mark, uh, text me. Hey, Brother Danny, I don't know about that one. 
and I'll listen to you, but I got to believe God gave it to me. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it today, but Hey, if I need to be corrected, correct me. Listen, I want to give you our email address, dspreacherman at gmail.com. Write us a letter. Let us know. DK Ministries, look us up. We'd love to hear from you. I hope you'll continue to share this podcast with others. Let them know. We'd love to have them. Just listen and let us know. We're praying for you. We're praying for our country. July the 4th, right around the, right around the corner. Gosh, what is this July going to look like? What is going to happen? Do not know, but I do know this. God is in control. Listen. Remember, dspreacherman at gmail.com. If you're listening on Facebook and you have trouble, turn over to Anchor Podcast, Spotify. There's about a dozen places that have these podcasts. Turn over and listen. We're so glad you take the time. Share this with someone, if you will, if you can, if at all possible. But please, please, please keep listening. God bless you. We'll see you soon.